you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. I hope all's well wherever you are. I hope you enjoyed the weekend of pro football action here in Studio 66. We're positively over the moon because walking through that door in just a matter of moments, comedy great Bill Burr, one of my very favorites. A guy who, anytime you see him as a guest on a late-night show, you want to make sure you watch that one because he's among the very best in the 21st century. Beyond that, his uh, series on Netflix, F is for Family, is Dynamite and perhaps the best season yet. It's him, Laura Dern, Sam Rockwell, Justin Long, Vince Vaughn, Haley Reinhardt, Kevin Farley, so on and so forth. He's in a movie now with Hugh Jackman. Um, it's the front runner. It's the story of Gary Hart in uh, back in the late '80s. He's uh, going on tour across uh, Europe in uh, January, so make sure you look at BillBurr.com. Um, I'm doing that just out of passion, just to just to promote Bill Burr. Let's hear from the man, shall we? He's coming through momentarily. The great, even though he's a New England Patriots fan, Bill Burr. Dave Damashek. Hey, look who it is, everybody. It's Bill Burr, and there's a lot of things I want to tell you about. His hysterical series, You Must Watch, F is for Family on Netflix, uh, the best season yet of that one. You are also a, uh, a dramatic uh, actor as well, accomplished, of course. Everybody knows you from Breaking Bad. <laughs> you say Bad. a dramatic sports fan, like I blow <laughs> everything out of proportion. No, we'll get into that in a minute. We'll see about uh, about all that. But the front runner, along with Hugh Jackman. Uh, Vera in- Farmiga, all kinds of uh, uh, Jason Reitman. That's a great, great movie. Yeah. Please don't let that get buried in all your Superman, Aquaman movies. Jesus Christ. How many more of those things can they make? That's true, yeah. That's yeah. what I like to do while I promote my movies is on other genres especially since the star of the movie as uh has uh you know achieved a great deal of uh of wealth if nothing else because he was uh wolverine 
Oh yeah, right. I don't. Well, I didn't get into his finances. I could just say he's a hell of an actor. Could you have you ever? Uh, because uh, as you've broken out as a as an actor, has anybody approached you about perhaps playing one of the superheroes? I just want to. I, can I give you money for saying that I've broken out as an actor? I'm always like 20-something on the call list, which is the sweet spot. <laughs> You're on the movie for about eight days. You get in, you get out, you see your kids grow up. I heard you talking on Conan O'Brien's uh, podcast recently, and uh, and you were talking about that. Yeah, I'm with you. Good-looking people, that's what the, that's their value, is appearing and being our Starring stars. In movies, Our yes. matinee idols, that's what we want yes. out of I'm them. I'm not saying I won't watch somebody ugly, but don't get mad if you go on film and you're ugly or you're fat and somebody calls you that. I mean, that's well, like the- me. I'm a bald, red-headed male. You don't think I get it every day? <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> you think you think they don't call me a tub of? Who are the kept men ultimately anyway? Brando proved the point when he let himself go that that's that's the prison Dude, that they're DeLuise. in now. Dom DeLuise was always second banana. He finally got to start a movie. It was called Fatso. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what to tell you. The other guys, uh, yeah, Jackman and uh, and company, they're always having to work out and everything. So that's the price they should, have to pay. Yes, and the, the the way they eat and all of that, all of that, those guys that getting up. You saw that thing on Wahlberg. The guy gets up at the gym at like three in the morning. Think that's a fun life to live? It's not. You know, well, they, I mean, you. I think they're you, rich. I think you got to be wired a certain. No, there's dedication and discipline to that. And there's a bunch of people who want to just not have discipline and eat Oreo cookies and show up and have everybody say you're beautiful. You're not. <laughs> um, oh, I want to uh-huh. make sure I also mention. Uh, oh, you just played MSG, and you're hitting the road uh, from January to May all over the U.K. and Europe. Doing I think one, those are one, the same things. But, yeah, uh, one week, of, uh, one week you know, per month, basically. Yeah, the U.K. is, uh, what is that? That's England, Wales, Northern Scotland. Ireland, Scotland, yeah, but it's a and part then of Scandinavia. Now you learn all the subsets. Scandinavia is Sweden, Norway, and Denmark, and they're part of the Nordic countries that include Scandinavia, Finland, some f-ing island north of uh, of of uh, the UK or something like that. So those those are things you learn when you travel. Trying to think of what those what, what that island is. Anyway, are you surprised? It's a rainy day here. It's pouring rain. Isn't it weird? Nothing to me says uh speaks more to the ability of a human being to rationalize than to live somewhere in the united states other than southern california do you know because this is what people deal with uh regularly outside of southern california and it and it feels like a misery you can make the choice to live here this is i know but the continental u.s but then we also have we have earthquakes we have the fires and all of that. So yeah, but then you have hurricanes, out. tornadoes. Yeah, no, but it all bounces storms. out. When you talk <laughs> about Europe, uh, it makes me think of, uh, I also was listening to you on your own podcast, uh, Monday, Mo- Monday Morning Podcast, and you were talking about uh, George H.W. Bush. And the stories that you were telling were great about him as the 19-year-old, 20-year-old pilot. Remarkable stuff. And people too often say stuff like, I can't imagine. Yeah, you can imagine. That's what makes it grim. Is I can't. Right. Is how awful. And I that- quoted the wrong book. It's a book called Flyboys, where they interview uh, George Herbert Walker Bush, and and he tells about that mission, just flying. I mean, you know, having a private pilot's license. I mean, just flying around in general. It's always scary. I can't imagine 
that some people shooting at you and another plane coming out of nowhere and just, you know, and you could burn up. There was all kind of, or get taken prisoner was even worse back then. That, I'll tell you that, that book, Flyboys, is not for the faint of heart. Like there was a bunch of stuff that they did to pilots because they hated pilots back then. They thought they were cowards. It's a new technology. Mm-hmm. It's like we're on the ground going face to face and you're flying over. Um, so when they caught them, it was, uh, yeah, it was just unspeakable stuff that they did. To yeah, them. it really is. Uh, and I also uh, enjoyed the fact that uh, the remedy for the emotional scars that that yielded was uh, booze, was uh, was whiskey. Yeah, he said uh, in the book, I don't want to ruin the whole book, but uh, President Bush said well, you, would, you would come back. You're like a 19-year-old kid. The guy in your bunk is no longer there. You came back. You were like so in shock. He said some higher up came up to him and said, how you doing, son? And he opened his mouth and nothing came out. And he goes, that's all right, son. Go down to sick bay. And you go down to sick bay and they give you like two or three fingers of uh, uh, whiskey. And you take a belt and, and President Bush goes, the funny thing was it worked. <laughs> kind of came around. But I can't imagine trying to go to sleep. I mean, it combines so much. And then you're on a boat, and any second you could, you know, get torpedoed. You're in the water, sharks. And Those people that still happen, walk did, among us, too. He did. Yeah, there's not many left, but mm-hmm. he did that at 19, 20 years old. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know how you come out of that one. Uh, well, I admire. Somehow th- did. You you go out of your way to to um, perform for for cops for the troops and so on, and, and I this, make fun of them when I do, and they love it. I love that you do it, <laughs> and I think it. Uh, but as far as that goes, when I say you know George H W Bush went through all that, and I mean it's a, it, you know it really is uh, you know grave stuff that hopefully uh, our generation and our kids' generations don't have to deal with, but probably will. But either way, they are. We've been at war for fifteen. Yeah, years. J- yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely right. Touche. Yeah, uh, shame on me. But uh, does it occur to you that the range of human emotion is limited enough that those soldiers who go through that stuff still get as nervous as they do? And I've talked to a bunch of them about this, cops, uh, soldiers, whatever, about sports. Isn't it weird that they like, like, how, what do you care? What what do you care if this, uh, whether your team with, oh, I'm so nervous. I hope we score. What do you get? You were in war, man. What are you you nervous about? Because you're so emotionally invested in it. I mean, it really is sort of the first reality television that is really you know that is reality you know some people who say it's fixed would say it's reality assisted assisted reality or whatever but um yeah i've, I've said that you know as a boston fan it could not it could not have gone any better in my life like if, they, if all the all the four boston teams just suck for the rest of my life i still won as a fan and i still just like you know you know i just hang on to stuff and like i can't watch certain things like uh like i'll never watch that patriots eagles super bowl again is that right that yeah. one plagues you after all the great well, I don't deeds to, I don't by like 12 and company well also it reminds me of how old i am that mm. football is played that way now the fact that anybody on defense in that game got a ring is just it's a travesty to, to all the great defense. I mean, it's just it's just how the game is played now. I feel like, you know. It's next- quaint by comparison to 2018. That Now we're getting 54-51. That was just 41-33. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. I think the NFL, they're a business, and I think they got all the fans that they're going to get. Now they got to get the casual fan, and that's offense. And all of them have done it, hockey with the stretch passes and all that stuff just going up and down the rink. Um you know, I, I, I hope this is just like a growing pain thing and they do dial it back where there will be some sort of uh, defense because, uh, you know, I'm a big Dan Marino, Elway era fan and watching these everybody going out and having these seasons that are like, I mean, this is like Marino in 84. It's like, no, it isn't. 
You're it isn't. Right. That's you're, exactly you're, right. He, those guys would throw for, like, specifically, Dan Marino in 84, and he threw for over, like, almost 5,800 yards, like 48 touchdown passes, whatever he had that year. That guy would throw for 6,000 yards, no problem. That's right. It's the he measure. He almost did it in 84. Right. Yeah, that's exactly the point. just stick him. So. Gold, gold is precious because it's rare. And what Marino did that season was uh, was at that point, no one had ever seen anything like it. Remember Dude, watching the, guys the games? tackle a quarterback and then go up and drive him. <laughs> that, the now these guys hit a quarterback, and as they're tackling him, they're doing this as they're coming down trying to roll off of him. It's like uh, – We're numb to it now because, yeah, when you were watching that 84 season, you it seemed like Marino it, – it was it – was uh, made your head spin because it seemed like he was throwing a touchdown pass every play. Uh, but but now we're numbed uh, every uh, drive. But yeah, everybody is putting up the kind of numbers. My favorite football now. game I ever saw. Favorite football game I think that I ever saw on the pro level was uh, Marino versus the Bears that Monday Night Football game. Yeah, where he beat the forty six defense. And now years later, I saw in that football life where they were talking about his release. Arm comes up, ball comes out. I mean, you watch it, you're still going like they had to have sped up that film. It's just like it goes like that, and it's out. It is. just comes out, and it's gone. And the, the fact that he yeah. could somehow bring it up and still bring it back far enough where he could launch it 65 yards if he had to was, uh, yeah. I mean, and I'm a Patriots fan watching. They used to come up, you know. I was just going to say. Kick our ass twice a year. If if not for your Patriots, go Mosey Tatupu and Craig James and that crew. Mosey, rest his soul, yeah. Yeah, going down to uh, going down to the Orange Bowl in 84 in the title game, it would have been Marino against the Bears again in that yeah, Super Bowl. That's the, one of the great Super Bowls that never that's right. Never happened. If yeah. you guys wouldn't have done that, if, if you wouldn't have sent uh, it was champagne, it was Tony. Yeah, J- yeah, eighty-five. Right, the season after the after uh, Montana v Marino, you get you almost had. For the record, we were up three to nothing in that Super Bowl. People forget <laughs> that. People forget <laughs> that. Tony Franklin. Also, people forget that Eagles. Stanley yeah. Morgan almost caught a touchdown pass up the left sideline early in that game too. But then uh, we'll ignore the rest. By the way, when you were name dropping uh, Marino and Elway, you, you left off Champagne Tony from that list. Champagne Tony oh, was oh, also Tony in that. Eason. First round, yeah. He was oh yeah, guy. Tony Easton, Ken O'Brien, and all that. Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, there's a lot of people that could have had Marino. Yes, sir. What do you think? So you look back at those highlights and you see, you know, not very good teams. There were some great moments for Patriots fans, and all happened with that great Pat Patriot logo on the side and the red jerseys and everything else. And now I feel like the luster of this uh, dynasty run that Brady and company are on. It is a little marred by the flying Elvis. True or false? Oh, you don't like the uniform? No. Um, I have a weird thing with that one. Whenever Brady puts on the Pat Patriot one, I'm just unless they wear black cleats, then it looks like the old AFL and I like it. But when they wear that with the white cleats, it just reminds me of losing. So I'm just like, oh, don't get that stink on you, man. <laughs> Stay with the new ones, the Bledsoe Parcells when we started turning it around. By the way, Bob Kraft, three greatest – Coach, you know, has there ever been an owner hired better? First three coaches: Parcells, Pete Carroll, Bill Belichick. That's unbelievable. Yeah, that's a, he's on a run, and I can't really, as a Steelers fan, because the my team has uh, stolen so many souls over the decades, and yet I feel bad. I'd love to get into a, a back and forth in front of Steelers and Patriots again, but it would be, uh, you know, I'd, I'd be fraudulent in trying to do it because you, the Patriots of the I don't Tom understand. Brady at least owns the Pittsburgh Steelers. I, I don't like saying that, but it's the truth. It's also, you know, also the coaching staff and the game plan that they come up with. But uh, I don't know a Patriots fan out there that doesn't love Big Ben, though. 
I mean, he's. I heard. He's just I, I I picked that up from you, listening to you a little bit. How I, I'm surprised by that. You guys admire Seven, the gunslinger, over Tom yeah, Brady, the he, surgeon, because he takes the hits and he's so he's just like yeah, he's like an old school guy. You know, he's got a little bit of, you know, looks like he has a couple of beers every once. That's in. right. He just he looks like an old school quarterback to me, and he's like like he could have played back in the day when they hit you. Um, and actually, you know, in the beginning part of his career, I believe you still could at least a lot more. Um, I did Boomer's show, and he was talking about when he played for the Bengals, you know, because they played in the Cincinnati Reds stadium. Uh, he was saying they used to cover up – they had that awful AstroTurf. They used to cover up home plate with a piece of plywood, put a little <laughs> bit of foam rubber, and then the grass over. He said you'd land, be landing on somebody's tree fort. <laughs> um, with like a 300-pound guy on top of you. so um, That was a funny era, too, because at the time I remember thinking, well, this is state-of-the-art. You know, like oh, they they have the uh, the AstroTurf. They don't have that crummy natural I thought it was cool. Turf. I yeah, thought, you thought, I thought it was grass awesome. was, was corny. Right, exactly. And now when you see games, it's almost hard to watch old games or old highlights. You think like, what, are they, what, what ridiculousness is that, that they're playing on an actual piece of carpet? Oh, they used to get the turf toe. They get the burns. And, and they, everybody always talked about uh, – the They would Eagles. wear sneakers. They would wear high. High tops. They would wear like I remember they would wear like Adidas high tops or like Magic Johnson style, Larry Bird style high tops <laughs> in the game in football games. That was weird. Yeah, it was a weird time. Tony Eason wore. I remember he specifically. He wore those Adidas high tops out there on the field. Who do you? Uh, so we talk Big Ben. Surely you might respect him, but you don't fear the Steelers at this point. Do you fear a team in the no, AFC? No, they, they're no that that guy. You know. Absolutely. Oh, this year? Oh, my yeah. God, absolutely. Uh, the last thing any Patriot, I would say, I don't want to speak for everybody, I don't want to go back into Kansas City and try to beat him again. I don't. Um, and all of a sudden, the Texans are coming on. There's a lot of teams. Like, you know, I feel like, well, this year we're kind of rebuilding because we lost our best running back, our top two receivers, our left tackle, and one of our best cornerbacks. So this is the latest in the season where we've uh, that I can remember in recent memory where we're still trying to figure out who we are. You know what I mean? And like, um, you know, because we always, every year, it's just like we lose a game. It seems like we lose to the Chiefs or something. And people are like, it's over. The dynasty is over. And then all of a sudden, October, we start figuring it out. And by November, mid-November, we're just shutting people down. And I know we be- just beat the Vikings and everything, but we also had that horrific loss. I've never to the seen Titans. that. I agree with you about that. I don't remember there being. Um, I, guess, I guess I could go on the computer and look it up and disprove what I think. But, um, yeah, I can't recall a Belichick-Brady team getting housed the way they did in Tennessee yeah, we just had a no couple answers. weeks ago. No answers. Yeah. Although, you never know with Belichick. That might have been on purpose just to throw people off the scent. Because you know that thing he does about tendencies? You ever see that? Mm-hmm. Like, he'll do something late in the game when he knows the game won. He'll just do something completely out of left field so people's algorithms don't work out. I mean, he's thinking that far Ahead, so I don't think he'd tank a game. But. Are you mad at him <laughs> for all he's all the glory that he has provided you in your heart? It, it, are you angry at him for benching Malcolm Butler? Because you surely would have won that Super Bowl if Butler would have played. I don't think he could say surely would have won. No. Yeah, he would have – well, in a 41-33 game, he would have made one play. Malcolm Butler would have made one play at least somewhere over 60 minutes that would have – And then uh, they adjust to the fact that he's in the game. It's just like I, – I, I just felt uh, – um, I got a kid now. I don't know any of the names. Who's the Eagles quarterback? Nick Foles. Yeah, he just came out. He just the fir- he just was slinging that like he was playing catch in the park. The first one he came out, he wasn't scared. They were clicking and like you know we let up what forty something points. 
I mean, I, I just, you know, I, I think whatever Belichick is doing, it seems to be working. So I'm not going to sit here and nitpick and be that idiot fan who never coached on any level. Good for you. Questioning what he's what he did in the Super Bowl. So you feel satiated. You're not like these Boston fans who swore. I don't I know what that word means. I don't know what that word means, but he's he has seven Super Bowl rings. He does? Yes. Oh, right. He get that with the – That's why I knew they were going to beat the right. – I had a good feeling we'd beat the Rams. I was at that game. I was sitting there, and all the Rams fans were being like, you know, it's just a scrimmage. What'd you show up for? But blah, 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 blah. And I was thinking, like, this guy shut down the running gun of the Bills as the defensive coordinator, and then he also shut down Elway and the – what was it? The Fun Bunch or whatever they used to call each other in 86. He, both times – they had like a team that would win games 19 to 17, which is what we were. Mm-hmm. And we were going up against the greatest show on turf and all of that. And I just, I had a, you know, I still didn't believe it. But there was, I was walking down the street, uh, Bourbon Street, talking trash. I remember it was the best. That was the, I, 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 but I'm sick. That game makes me sick as much as any because I had my tickets in advance because the Steelers were supposed to make quick work of your Patriots. Oh, that's right. You guys had your hotel rooms. That's, that's the, anyways, the, the urban myth. That you guys had your hotel, the team had already booked their flights and all. But of course, you you probably would have. I think most teams would have. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden to try to get fifty uh, seats on a Southwest Airlines. I mean, I think you want to get ahead of that, don't you? Yeah, that's right. Well, listen, I, I, it makes me sick that you <laughs> twice, not once but twice, have come into Heinz Field. The uh, Brady and company have come in and left with the. But uh, that's just going to make it better. When you finally beat us. Who knows? It might be this year. It might be when – you want to do it when uh, when the guys that are kicking your ass are still there, though. I, I do that's, that because I'm a Michigan fan, mm-hmm. and now that Urban Meyer left, you know, I was hoping Harbaugh was going to get him while he's uh, while he was still there. That's exactly right. I, th- I think people I, – I, I, they can't be Michigan fans, the ones that over the past week have been out there saying like, oh, Wolverines fans are over the moon that uh, that Urban left. No, they didn't get them. If we don't, that's what's going to make me sick about it. And I thought last year should have been a touchdown. Jesse James. The, I, uh, I knew what, the, Oh, that, the, was a to- that was totally a touchdown. You, you agree. That's See, ridiculous. If that's that a rule, that, that's a fumble. It's a stupid rule. It was a correct call. Hey, you. I like that. Yeah, I'm not one of those idiot fans. You know, and, and, and for Raider fans all out there who was like, you the Patriots fans committed, uh, Ray Hamilton, that was not roughing the passer in 77. So mm-hmm. that, that was a makeup call for that. So we're even. And both of us won a Super Bowl. So quit crying up there. You are exactly you, – you, you, I have nothing to add to that because that's exactly what it was. It was justice being delivered by the football gods a decade. 77, it was a bad call. And, and 2000, 2001, that was a bad rule. Yep. The tuck rule is stupid. You brought it down to here. That's a that's a fumble. Okay? And and people catching balls and starting to run with it is a catch. But did he make a football move? I mean, isn't catching a ball a football rule? A move? Yes. I don't I, know. I don't understand it. I suspect in 2017, if that touchdown counts and then you guys have to play the Jags in the divisional round and the Steelers get the cupcake uh, Titans in the divisional round and then you guys have to pay a visit to, to Heinz Field that I think the Steelers would have uh, taken care of business. But that You're did, big on that. You're big on a lot the of what things. If. That, yeah, the what-ifs. You live in the what-if world. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's a weird place to live. All right, listen. I live in the what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I want to hear from you about uh, favorite player of all time. Who's who? If you're you're a diehard Boston guy, and there's some, I mean, some of all time. Yeah, because there's some. I grew up. I like Jim Rice. By the way, I thought he was cool. I don't know. The only throwback jersey I ever bought 
for uh, for Mitchell and Ness, the thing I got, I got a Jim Rice. I got really? the road jersey with the fourteen. No, it was, it was, yeah, it was fourteen. Home, yeah, a, yeah. No, I'm just thinking if his name was on the. That's the home jersey. It said, I think this. They say Red Sox or Boston. I can't remember, uh, but it's a cool one. It said pullover. The pullover. One yeah, it says Red Sox yeah, on yeah, the I home jersey. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, Boston I this, really this does is, have high end like yeah. legends. Uh, to, this is a good question for a passive fan, but like. I can tell you why I love certain teams, like 2004 teams, everything from obviously Big Poppy, Manny Ramirez, to the Pine Tower and Trot Nixon's, you know, helmet. I mean, uh, I, 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 can't, I can't really just pick any one. I can pick a bunch, you know, all the different Bruins teams that I love because I, really I was really a big hockey guy growing up uh, once I, I saw that you could fight in a sport and you only had to sit down for five minutes. And the 80s was a golden age in hockey. It really was. It was the perfect combination of enforcers and finesse players and how, um, I don't know, and just in the quirkiness of hockey where, like, our arena was smaller than somebody else's and how Edmonton would come to town, you know, in the finals and we we wouldn't we'd make the ice a little more mushy <laughs> trying to slow them down. And then you go up there and it would be frigid. And, uh, I, dude, I, I don't know. I mean – you you'd have to pick a genre. My favorite enforcer of all time is Jay Miller. He was my favorite. Um, he was good. Who's the who's the best pugilist that you can? I I remember uh, to me the best I've ever seen, and I saw Bob Probert and I saw them all. But I feel like uh, Georgie Larocque was uh, was yeah, the. He was, I, I mean, would say he's the modern Probert. It's just as far as like he just wasn't going to lose. Who would win that fight, Probert v. Larocque? Well, you're comparing two different eras. Level of. Uh, you know, fitness and nutrition, and then also, you know, Probert, you know, he liked to tailgate a little bit, so I Yeah, don't know. he did. Georgie yeah. LaRocque was dispassionate almost about it. Like, all right, we're going to do – good luck to you. He would, he would actually yeah. – you ever see the videos of yeah. him wishing luck to the guys about – want to go? Okay, good luck, good luck. And, and then he drops the gloves, and, and he never lost. I never saw him yeah, lose no. a fight. Now, he won definitively. So I would say uh, he was, he was the, the most uh, dominant. Who's your least awesome. favorite guy then? As far as in what? sports, who 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 uh, Peyton is another guy you can't probably f- uh, summon hatred for because he didn't really break your heart that much. You really no. I would say what I love what what finally you know as a Patriots fan you just inherently hated the Colts because it was a rival. I don't literally hate the guy, but my no. my thing with Peyton was he could have when he left left Indianapolis he could have piled on with Harbaugh and those guys in San Francisco because they were right there and he just uh, he, I think that's a pretty as far as what if I think automatic ring that would have been. Pretty easy. Instead, he went to the Broncos, and uh, I, you know, earned. He went there. He got crushed by the Seahawks, and then didn't let that get him down. He came back, and then he got that second one. That that put him over the top. Uh, I think even if you're just completely hating on Peyton, I mean, I, I think that put him over. So a guy who a lot of people feel like they've already decided that they hate for his behavior. I I personally like Phil Rivers, by the way. Uh, for being outspoken and saying stuff, he's he's the he's one of the few guys in the at least quarterbacks who have mistaken themselves to be uh, senatorial candidates that they can't say anything because it'll be bulletin board and it'll make and then Ben Roethlisberger he also does has it. like nine kids, so I think he really has to, you know he's really going to be a big influence on a major portion of <laughs> San Diego's population. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to make sure. 
He's he, towing the line. But so, and then Roethlisberger, set, you know, uh, critiques a, a rookie uh, wide receiver how he ran the route, and, and now he's a bad guy. He's a villain in uh, in Pittsburgh, at least. But Baker Mayfield goes up. Did you see the stuff with uh, Hugh Jackson a couple weeks ago that he did after? Oh, but the I game? love I love Baker Mayfield. I see. I I love that. I I mean, I'm in a position where I'm inherently he's now going to be my foe for another decade. But you seen so, a but Cleveland Brown that cool? With yeah, swagger, and he's bringing them to life and seeing Brown. Fans getting to cheer. Uh, one of my good buddies is is a you know diehard Cleveland fan. So and he's just you know he's just going you know he's going through it. I mean they actually had like you know we haven't won since Obama's been in president. I mean they they were like living that life. So um, you know uh, as as much as you know I, I'm I'm gonna hate watching Brady you know retire and Belichick leave one day. I am I am you know I don't wish misery on other people so I I hope it it'll be the Browns or, or uh you know Kansas City hasn't won in a long time Lions haven't won ever well 55 Bobby Lane you know so I root for those fan bases you know I'm with you I think uh yeah I think a final four of uh the Bills they have the ba- outside of seeing the Steelers when I'd most like to see the Bills fans win they they show up on game on uh on games that uh, on home games they show up on Friday night and start tailgating. They just park their uh, RVs in that lot next to the stadium. because they don't want to remember the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're animals. I went to a game there one time. They were playing the Jets, and I was rooting for them. I had a Patriots hat on. I went in the men's room. <laughs> it was not a good scene. It's not a good scene. They, that was, uh, I was just like, am I going to get out of here alive? Yeah, they, they were animals. By the way, our mutual pal, Kent Brown, who's back there behind the glass, um, he, he tells me you've been to every, pretty much at least every stadium, ballpark, arena that there is in I got uh, like Sports eight America. And all, all four, yeah. Been to Formula One, Kentucky Derby. Really, Masters. I uh, I've been to three of the four tennis majors. What are the What are the twenty four hours Le Mans? I've been to a Premier League soccer really? game. Yeah, it's what I do when I'm on the road. So I don't, you know, it gives me something to do as opposed to just sitting in a hotel room being lonely. Good. For, I heard your story about New York City too, and that's right. That's how Chicago is as well. If you're 25, there's a, there are few places on the planet Earth to to be living with some pals is in Chicago. But I suspect it's a very different life that once you get to be about 50. Um, what city is uh, the best one to live in at at uh, our general age now? We're not 25 anymore. Oh, at our general general age, best thing you do is get married. <laughs> And, and, and have people you can come home to that care about you. You know, just as far as a comedian, you don't want to be that guy that just stays out there and, and then, you know, you're having a good set. You know, you put Coleman Grecian formula into your beard. <laughs> hey, ladies. Huh? Trying to suck in your gut, you know, wearing your uh, John Varvatos, trying to be cool in your 50s clothes. You don't want to do that, man. You, you got to go Brooks Brothers at some point. What are the ones you got to get to? You can pick three. Give me three. Like if you can, if if you have your pick of the litter, what ballparks, what uh, sporting events should you definitely get to in your lifetime? Oh goodness! Oh my God! Uh, Kentucky Derby. Hmm. Um, a big time college football game. I went to LSU Alabama in Baton Rouge. That's what. That's the one in college football that people seem to hold up. And I'll tell you, I I went to Duke, Carolina, Carolina at Camden Indoor. Like I, I never, I've never been to anything like that in my life. I mean, that rivaled being at a watching the Patriots win their first Super Bowl. That's how crazy it was. Hmm. I mean, you came in, nobody was sitting down, and the whole game, and it was just jam packed in. It was this old school little barn, and 
I mean, I came out of there. My ears were ringing. Like like I saw Judas Priest back in the day. I remember my first concert. I saw them, and I came out. My ears were like ringing for like a day, and it was it was just from people screaming and going nuts. So, you know, I got to see Jason Tatum, one and done there. Now he's a Celtic. So, I'd say though, but there's also you know, if you get into racing, Formula One, um, that's like the Illuminati sport. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, dude. Like you want to talk about like just next level wealth and beautiful women. Like these guys with yachts and stuff, and then like these giant praying mantis looking seven, I was gonna say some seven, of those seven affle- foot beautiful women. It's <laughs> just like, what is that? I mean, I feel I felt like was it what's that movie where everybody with the blue people in space? <laughs> what's that called? Not Avatar. Yeah. Avatar. Yeah. yeah, it was like that, but they were people. <laughs> it is. It is a weird thing. Is the guys? They're the guys you just described. The the fifty. The guys who are in their fifties in the Varvados cool outfit. Oh yeah. The impo- like well, how trying oh. to look like they're still playing a band or something. <laughs> oh, and just creeping out these these people in their twenties. That's the thing. Like you really gotta like. I am really big on uh, just being your age. That's the best way to age. Is just be your age. You know, and then you know try keep yourself in shape. You know, drink a couple of smoothies. You know. Then you look good for your age. That's the best you can hope for. But these these idiots on TV, you know what I mean, taking their back hair, stapling it into their head so they can go swimming with their highlights. It's just like you just look weird. Like, well, I I will say now I have a, like I have a flesh yarmulke back here. It's just uh you know I, oh, I have a patch it? of bald. I can't see it. It's not, yeah because I use the uh, there's uh, this dust I pour in there. I see. Then I also am a hypocrite because I think that people who get the plastic surgery. It's funny you're in L.A. enough that you see those women who have a certain age decide to get their faces. They all end up looking exactly the same. Well, That's I finally what's crazy. Learned, first they, of all, there's a stereotype that that only goes on here. The most plastic surgery I've seen. Miami, Dallas, and Anaheim. I agree with you about in Texas. Yes, in those yeah. two big cities in it's Houston and like Dallas. There's a lot crazy. of crazy. Anaheim's nuts. Where even like the guys, you know, back in the day, Bruce Jenner when Bruce was still Bruce, right? He he, he had like the eyes. Mm-hmm. They had like that thing going on. And um, no, there's a thing I, I didn't realize this, but like it's called frozen face. Like they decide that right. your face isn't going to move, so then you won't get any wrinkles or anything. And it's really big, and like the the the, the cheeks are at attention, you know, big. But and rosy. it's weird because it's a weird uh, life choice because th- surely those people aren't walking around thinking like no one knows, no one can tell, right? I still, I just look like I. No, it's it's like socially acceptable in their circle, right? They to all walk do around it. with that, uh, yeah, looking like somebody just punched you right in your lips. Yeah, it doesn't look. Oh, the fake ass is the funniest one ever. Just this giant thing, and then it, like <laughs> the legs come out, and it, there's no like flow where it's the ass into the thighs. They're gonna have to start doing like those people. Uh, you're, you're nuts. You're literally shooting a chemical underneath your skin. But it's also to. But but for whom though? Like because when you look in the mirror, surely you get freaked out by what you're seeing back. Like what? The, <laughs> what? Oh, what in the hell have I done to myself? But they seem pleased with the results. But then you go out. No, and everybody I, I, you know well, knows that's why, that that's, that's the why case. on some level we shouldn't be making fun of this because those people, I guess, you know, they have some sort of uh, like. You know, I don't some sort of issue, but like complicated self esteem that, like you were talking about, that that's the make good for all the beautiful dude, people. You just age it, naturally. Somebody makes fun of you, go along with it. Make fun of yourself. Yeah, I'm a bald looking. Uh, what do they call mongoloid? Whatever the hell you got to call me, you just roll with it. I agree. I I concur. <laughs> and like, right, this guy's all right. Now listen. Then, then you make them feel better about themselves. I don't know what it is, but like going down that road. 
of trying to recapture your, uh, you know, your past is is it just it's going to lead to a bottomless pit of depression. That's right, because then you can't stop. Like, oh, I made this mistake. Now you can't just be like, I'm going to overcome and not do it again. Like when then you, you have to keep doubling yeah. and tripling, and you have to do that for the rest of your it's life. It's the mustache trim where you screw it up, and then eventually you just got to take it all off. That's exactly what I'm going through right now. Uh, last thing I just wanted to tell you, because you and uh, Conan O'Brien were lamenting that you're redheads and that that uh, tormented you. Uh, nothing you can do about it now. Go back uh, 30 years. I don't but, think I can do anything about it now. I mean, no, but 30 is. years ago, why didn't you didn't you ever watch Santa Claus is coming to town? I was just watching that and then I see and then yeah, I hear you guys belly to me. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Not Mr. Heat. Heat Miser, the man himself, Santa Claus. He's the young Santa. When we first meet him, he's a redhead. I, why didn't that boost your morale? Claymation? Yeah. Was supposed to pull me out of that. I, I mean, I would think you would point at that and say, make fun of my red hair, but you're getting coal if you keep it up, you know? Wow. Fella, you want to keep making wow. fun of me you, you, in fourth you, grade? Listen, I know you're saying it loudly, but really think of you want an eight-year-old me to come with that on the playground? <laughs> you're getting coal for Christmas? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Touche. All right. Yeah. You Good win this Lord. Round. They you- should send you back in time just to get your ass kicked on a playground for that one. <laughs> There he is, everybody. Bill Burr. Hey, by the way, you really are, because and I know that uh, listening to you that it's something that you feel is a lost art, is uh, you are uh, in the 21st century in the, in the, on the winner's stand at least, uh, and we could debate that further, of best uh, late-night panel guests. And that is some that oh, – growing, growing up as somebody who was, who was watching VHSing uh, Letterman every night and watching and loving uh, the guys that would come to, would, uh, would, uh, roll through through there the uh, best one i've seen in recent memory was vince vaughn went on the tonight show with uh with uh jimmy fallon and just put on an absolute clinic really oh, dude it was like burt reynolds level really I mean, he, dude he murdered i he, love and i remember I, watching that being like it was just like it took me back to 70s talk shows when everyone was see because those guys were seasoned and they knew what they were doing and and it's not like they just you know you know nowadays i mean it's weird how quick you can get it and how quick you can get there. These guys, you know, they put in their time and stuff. Uh, everybody, men, women, everybody on that show, and they, they, they would murder. He came on and murdered him, of course, and then Norm MacDonald. Those are probably my two. Well, guys. Norm is good. Yeah, I always love Dana loved, Carvey's another one. He was, yeah, I love uh, these days. Um, uh, well, I mean, Peter O'Toole and Richard Harris going on Letterman. Oh, yeah. Jonathan Winters. Remember when Jonathan Winters? I just Winters love that they, they weren't ashamed about drinking or anything like that. Oh, there's, I mean, their story. They, uh, uh, yeah, that was what they, <laughs> every story was about. How loaded they were, and, and without those late night shows, you would have just thought that these are the most regal gentlemen on the face of the earth, and that uh, all their stories were about their twisters with their pals. Oh. I loved it. Um, <laughs> anyway, the great Bill Burr. Everybody, make sure you check out a a great show uh, on Netflix. F, F is, is for, for family. family. So many big stars on that one too. Including we didn't even fun. talk about it. We're sitting here talking sports. I'm supposed to be promoting this. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, talk about it for a minute then. Sam I don't want to take up well, your- Laura Dern, David Keckner, Justin Long, Vince Vaughn comes on this season uh, playing Chet. Uh, my wife, the lovely Nia, is on doing a voice this year. Uh, Trevor Duvall, uh, Mo Collins, Debbie Derryberry just got nominated for uh, 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 an award on some other show that she does. It's just, it's just murderer's row. It's just murders run. I know I forgot somebody. Haley Michael K. Williams. Yes, Haley Reinhardt, who plays Little Bill. Um, 
Yeah, it's just it's just on and on and on and on and on. We got so many great people on. Is it is it like it seems like everybody always says that about animated stuff? It's the most fun to do. Yeah, it is. It is if 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 you're doing a voice on it. But if you're actually in the writer's room and, and editing and all that, it's a lot of work. But fortunately, I've just worked with all these great people: Peter Billingsley, uh, Victoria Vaughn, all of those guys, Richardson, and 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 we just we have a great time. But like any show, on days when it's not going well, it's it's you know. It's like, oh, God, you just got to sit there and push the rock up the hill. I have so much respect for writers and editors and all that now that I actually – I already knew it was hard, but now to actually be amongst them, it's just like, Jesus. What about actors? So because, uh, like, again, you're in The Front Runner, and you can go see that with Hugh Jackman um, as uh, Gary Hart uh, back in the 80s when uh, when getting caught having an affair would scuttle your political career. Uh, oh, he was the first guy. He was the yeah, first guy. I remember main, that. Main, I remember that. But a lot of people don't know. Like, mainstream media wouldn't cover that. That was considered, no, we can't do that. That's beneath us. We'll be like the star, the Inquirer. And uh, I guess the Miami Herald was the first ones who crossed that line and then it just opened the floodgates and uh, it had a real effect because somebody way smarter than me was talking about was saying how like it prevents smart like anybody in in their right mind is not going to run for that office just what it's going to do to your family so I think we've missed out on some potentially great people you know or at least somebody in there to make the ones that we picked better because they had to live up to them so uh it's a very very interesting movie oh yeah he's a ge- uh, gary hart the man is a is a genius it's a shame that uh um he didn't uh, get to uh get to be in the white house um but uh, anyway uh, by the well one more question for you is with the acting stuff is um do you you say you have more respect for writers and editors now? Do you now think that it's uh, silly when actors are serious about the craft when they talk about the craft and uh, getting? Uh, he gives Bob De Niro's great because he gives me space to to take some chances. Or is that silliness and you just go out there and do the lines? No, I think I think acting is is one of the most disrespected. Oh, you do? Okay, oh, I was God. curious because yeah, every because heard- so many people have. Like basically who weren't actors have gone on and done a good job and usually they're just playing themselves. So everybody's just like, yeah, anybody can do it. Anybody, it's like you're not doing what Daniel Day-Lewis is doing. You're not doing what Anthony Hopkins is doing. Like these guys, like Philip Seymour Hoffman, rest his soul. Like what those, those guys, like, like what they're doing. It's like I can go outside and throw a football. I can throw it to you and you catch it. I could be in the NFL. You know, no, you couldn't. You couldn't. So, I mean – I think I think if you're going to act and just play yourself, if you have an ability to be relaxed and let, make the words sound natural, you can come. And, you, and of course, you got a great director and the music's there and they the pacing because that's a big thing too because they they make you look great. They can make you look like you know what you're doing. But then to actually, you know, I always bring up this example. My buddy DeRosa saw Travolta one time talking about all his characters, and he was like, "Vinny Barbarino walks like this." The guy from Get Shorty walks like this. Vincent Vega walks like that. We would say, oh, my God, he does the walks. I never thought to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, everybody should walk differently. You're playing somebody different. Anybody I've ever done has walked like me and had a Boston <laughs> accent. <so. laughs> well, listen, I'm pre- I, sorry for taking up so much of your time. No worries. Appreciate, uh, appreciate you coming in here. Again, BillBird.com. Make sure you go there because, uh, like I say, coming up from uh, – we have a big audience in Europe, as a matter of fact. Oh, you so, do? So, so, well, yeah, I actually, so make- on the plane, watched Arsenal versus uh, Man United, and I enjoyed it. 
as a stupid yank. I gotta go. I gotta go see a Premier League game at some point too. So check that out. Make sure you check out F is for Family again on Netflix. The Front Runner, along with Hugh Jackman and uh, all things comedy, uh, marvelous stuff going on there. The Great Bill Burr, everybody. You're listening to David And there he goes, out the door, out of our lives, but my heart is full. I thought that was a lot of fun. How say you, Eddie Spaghetti? I was very pleased. Uh, Not only was he gracious at this time, we got about 40 minutes with him. Uh, It was a pleasure meeting him, taking a picture with him. He took a picture with you. He did, yeah. Uh, He's someone I've seen him uh, a lot of times, uh, four or five times, I think. I saw him once back in Newark uh, do his full hour and his uh, plowing ahead tour, and then I think I've seen him... Three or four times out here in the comedy store, so I've been lucky. I've been listening to his show forever. Evester Family, I binged it already. It's great. The third season, I think, is the best. The best of the three. I also told him and uh, anyone who follows me or you on uh, on Twitter, Spaghetti. I pointed out, and I, I forgot to mention it to him uh, while we were on the air. You always have a hat on backwards, mostly yes. But um, but today you did your hair. I uh, I could blame my girlfriend. I asked her. You did her. your hair I, for I, Bill well, Burr. I, I, I did also on Monday. So anyone that was at the NFL media uh, NFL Network on Monday saw me wear uh, not wear a hat and have my hair done. Uh, I asked my girlfriend, "Is it better to go the sports route with Bill, wear a Rangers hat or something, and have him strike up a conversation about that, or look presentable?" And she was like, "No, you can't wear a hat with him. Look nice, like so." <laughs> I don't. I don't have a say anymore. Why, why does Why does your girlfriend think that Bill Burr would care either way? I think she doesn't want me to look sloppy in case I got a picture. Bill Burr. Bill Burr certainly strikes me as a guy who would uh, who would be like, yeah, that Eddie Spaghetti seemed like an all right guy, but uh, but the hat backwards. What goes on with that? Yeah, but if I look like I he mean, self respect, he's in a place of business. He looked presentable. So if I showed up like a schlub with like some dumb t shirt and a hat, he'd be like, oh, this guy looks like you know he doesn't care about what he does for a living. So I don't know. I I it's all fine. Right. I dressed up a little bit for him. So be it. All right, we'll hear your tales about uh, meeting with Tom Hanks. You've uh, you've really been. Uh, rubbing elbows with the uh, hoi polloi. I'm making the most of living in Los Angeles. Actually, hoi polloi is not fancy people. That's the uh, that's the average people. Uh-huh. So that's in, so now you're back with the hoi polloi right now, yeah. aka me. And we'll be back with a new episode. Nate, two more episodes to come. This episode just a special for you uh, to get the week off uh, right on the right foot there. But we will have our usually scheduled Tuesday and Thursday DDFPs coming up for you with Maurice Jones, Drew, Matt Money Smith. I think Willie. McGinnis is on the books for us. We'll see how that all shakes out. In the meantime, though, great thanks to Bill Burr. Go watch uh, the Netflix series F is for Family. Go get tickets if you're listening from Europe. We're Eddie Spaghetti, Emma VP, and the rest of the gang, and especially Ken Brown. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.
it. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.